హ్యాపీ ప్రెటర్నల్ గ్రీటింగ్స్ అండ్ గుడ్ విషెస్ టు ఆల్ ది బ్రదర్స్ అండ్ సిస్టర్స్ ఎవ్రీ గ్రూప్ లైఫ్ ఈజ్ హోమ్ కమింగ్ ఫర్ ది యాస్పిరెంట్స్ the aspirants are those who are building bridge between the personality and the soul and cause transcendence into the soul which otherwise by habit resides in personality. The soul no doubt functions with the help of personality, but it should also be able to withdraw into its own home. after every action between action to action the soul has to withdraw into its own sanctum sanctorum so that it recollects that it is not personality it is the soul just like a rider on the horse dismounts the horse after every act done after every act done after the act after the action there is no meaning sitting on the horse for a purpose man mounts the horse performs the acts after the action is over the horse should be restored to the stable and then the rider of the horse should restore himself in his own home it's not necessary that he always remains on the horse horse is an old example the new example is our automobiles when we have to do some acts in the objectivity we take to an automobile get to downtown conduct activity and come back leave the automobile in the garage and get into one's own restroom and later into bedroom yes sir. 
An aspirant is one who distinctly remembers at all times that he is the soul and he has a personality. Personality is his vehicle. He continues to be while the vehicle has a, has a terminable duration. Each time the soul incarnates, it has different personalities. Sometimes it could be a male, it could be a female. Sometimes it can be an official, other times it can be a businessman. At third time it can be a teacher. The fourth time it can be a doctor. Each incarnation there are different roles that we play. What we gather is the related experience. Yes, the purpose of the soul is to experience. Yes. In, in such experiencing it, divide, it, it derives joy. Yes. Yes. Yes, the, the definition of soul as is given in the scriptures is the, the one that looks for joy, the one that looks for ananda, and this ananda is considered to be in three states. At the state of senses and body it is called happiness. At the state of buddhi it is called joy. And in the state of soul it is called bliss. So to have a blissful experience, the soul takes to many forms and conducts many roles. Yes. So basically, those whom we call aspirants, they should very firmly hold in themselves that they are the souls and they have a personality for a journey. Yes. A personality for a journey. So therefore what is permanent is the soul. What is temporary and terminable is the personality. The two are in one. It is a two-in-one situation. Therefore, an ordinary person, he excessively association and attaches himself with the personality 
and consequently he forgets that he is the soul. As soul we are the sons of God. We have a personality to relate to. Through the personality we relate to the world. Without personality there cannot be relating to, into the world. Assume that none of us has a personality. We just remain soul with alignment with the super-soul. The soul is in association with the super-soul and it is, it is inward and upward. Yes. But the, the purpose for which a soul emerges from the universal soul is to experience the beauty of creation. So to, to experience the beauty of creation there is a need for a personality. So the super, descending from the super soul, the soul interacts in a field with the help of a personality. So this activity of the soul with the, that, that it conducts with the help of personality in a field has its own game rules. Yes. And uh, those game rules are, rules are called uh, <coughs> the divine laws. Yes. The divine law is the game rule entrusted to the soul so that it can relate to the created field and derive the joy and even the bliss following the law that is entrusted to him. Yes. Just like when one intends to enter the football field, he should know how to play the football. There are the rules of the game. Yes. According to the rules of the game, he has to play the game. If he does not, he will be shown a green card, a yellow card, and a red card. Yes. So essentially the creation is seen as a playground. The creation has happened according to certain laws. And the, the players who are sent into creation are called the beings. Yes. So the beings should know the laws are the rules of the game 
to play the game well and deserve the best joy experience and even bliss from such play yes if there is no play there is no field there is no way to experience joy yes the divine whose race we are aryavayas aryavayas would like that we we enjoy the creation that he makes just like parents prepare a, a, a game for the children and would like that the children play and enjoy and the parents also inform the children the rules of the game the children in so far as they play the game in accordance with the rules would would win the game and would also experience the joy of the game likewise in creation there are the laws and this is the theme for us in this group life is to is to relate to the to these divine laws yes wisdom is eternal it is boundless yes each time we relate to an aspect of wisdom only to ascend into the buddhi plane and experience the light of the soul that's why from time to time we have been gathering on various parts of the globe yes and i'm very happy that we all could gather here yes in the, in this very quiet atmosphere mm-hmm. i'm happy that some came across the atlantis yes yes our sister carmen sister rosie and brother alex they have all crossed atlantis to come back to europe yes only to relate to wisdom i'm glad that many came from many parts of spain and there is one who comes from switzerland yes and there are three coming from india yeah. what is it that brings us together what is it that brings us together it is our inner urge and deep aspiration to to relate to wisdom which is but the field of the soul yes 
which is also the home of the soul. The soul has around itself its field of light. Yes. Just like the sun has its field of light, he moves not beyond the field of his light. The movement of the sun is within, the, within his field of light. Yes. The sun also has a ring past that. Pluto sets the limit for the sun. Yes. Yes. Beyond that, his rays do not permit. The ring past not for the sun is Pluto. He sets the limit. Every solar system has its limit. But within that solar system, the sun moves in a field of light which is generated from him. So is also an individual soul, like you and me. We too have the light, since we are souls. In so far as we move, we move within the field of the light of our soul. These laws are available to us. And therefore we perform without bringing any difficulties to us or to the surroundings. When we move out of the field of the light of the soul, then we are into a very dim light which we call the mind. And mind cannot see as much as this buddhi can see. Buddhi is the field of the, is, is the light of the soul. Yes. Mind is a dim light. So there was a dim light when we were doing prayers. You know why they keep a dim light during prayers? So that you relate to the light within. Yes. For prayers we don't keep flashy lights. Yes. <laughs> As you close your eyes in prayer, we relate to the light within. And that light shows many things huh? which the outer light cannot. Yes. That light reveals many things. Huh? which the outer light cannot. Yes. The outer light cannot see the, the subtle, the subtle events and the subtle beings. But the inner light can see the subtle beings. And the subtle activity in the subtle plane. So moving in the in the light of the soul enable you, enables you to see better, to listen better, to pursue better, to speak better, to act better, and not to act when not required. 
and not to speak when not required, and not to do unnecessary things. So to stay in that field of life yeah, is most important for the soul. But since we also project into the field of the mind, senses and body, we are given the aid of the law. Yes, the law helps us as much as the wisdom to to relate well into the objectivity. Yes, the soul is the subjective being. It has an objective field of its light, light of its mind, activity of its senses under the body. So to relate well in a dark field, yes, we are given implements. Yes. If you are going into a forest in a dark night, you carry a torch light. Yes. You don't do it during the daytime. You need a torch light. Eh? During the dark hours. Why? Because it enables you to see and enables you to do what is to be done. Likewise, the laws are considered to be the tools with the help of which you can conduct yourself in a field of darkness which is called the field of material, material. The field of material, the material world is truly a, a dark field because matter obscures light, matter hides light. So when there is not much light, there is not much perception. The light of comprehension functions in five ways. Yes. Please come. Would you like to come in? Please. Yeah, please. The light we speak of is different from the light that we speak in wisdom. Every evening we say, may the light in me be the light before me and that. Light here means light of comprehension, light of perception. When you are in that light, you perceive better. And the perception is a fivefold perception. You see better, you listen better, you feel the subtle touch better, you can feel the subtle perfume better, you can feel the taste of things, even without eating food. Eh? Yeah. 
you taste better the life you taste life better that is these are the five different perceptions of the light of comprehension since you when you get into the world of material into the world of objectivity you would not be carrying as much light you are given the assistance of the law so there are the laws for for relating to the for relating to and to relate to the world and to relate to the other beings yes that's why the scripture says the whole creation the whole creation is a field of action it is called kurukshetra there is just like sun has his field of activity the center sun has bigger field of activity the cosmic sun has still bigger activity yes so when you take the whole cosmos the whole universe it is but a bubble in the total space yes it 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 has its field yes in that field the whole cosmic system solar system planetary system and planet earth earth and the beings on the planet all these are within that field yes the field of activity of one creator is called kurukshetra meaning the field of action and this kurukshetra this field of action is also called the field of law yes the field of action is the field of law yes that's why the scripture bhagavad gita starts with these two words dharma kshetre kurukshetre meaning the field of law which is but the field of action yes so we too have our field of action yes a, a small fly has its field of action a rat has its field of action a cat has its field of action a dog has its field of action the rat's field of action has a ring pass matter the cat sets the limitations for the rat isn't it cat cannot move freely because there is a limitation to the existence of rat the cat cat the rat cannot move freely since there is a cat that sets that sets limits 
The most actions are are checked by the by the cat. Yes. Likewise, the cats cat has a bigger field of action, but then it also has its limitation. The dog at home sets a limit to it. Yes. Isn't it? The dog is called in Disney. Cartoon says Pluto. Ultimately, Pluto sets limits. It is since the ones who made those movies are also novels. They use the right term, Pluto, <coughs> and they essentially dogs come from Pluto. Yes, dark star. Pluto is a dark star. Yes. The ever-watching eye. Yes. So coming back to the theme, the likewise every animal has its ring pass knot. So also we humans have our ring pass knot. Yes. If we cross, if we trespass, there is a consequence. There is a consequence. Yes. So every every the field is nothing but the field of law. The field of action is nothing but the field of law. The law is called in the Eastern scriptures as the dharma. So Kurukshetra means field of action. Dharma Kshetra means field of law. Yes. And what is this field? The whole universe is the field. Hmm. So in the universe, wherever the beings are, they have to necessarily act in tune with the law. When they get out of the law, they 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 get the needed they get the needed pain, which is an aspect of Pluto. Yes, he regulates. Pluto regulates. Eh? Pluto disciplines. Eh? Pluto imposes discipline. Jupiter teaches discipline. Mercury interprets the law. Yes. All these planets, they are helpful in fulfilling the law. Yes. Jupiter lays the law. Mercury interprets it. Saturn gives from time to time some punishments. When law is transgressed, the law is transgressed. And Pluto judges. So there are different functions given to different planets. Every planet functions according to its law. Yes. The sun has the law relating to him. 
the moon has its love. Yes. The, the mass has functions according to a set of laws. Likewise, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, all have their dharmas, we call them. Yes. So also human, humans are required to function in tune with certain dharmas, certain laws. <laughs> and these laws are handed over to the humans by the Manu. For this humanity, for this race of humanity, Manu Vaivasvata has given out the, the dharmas or the laws. Yes. Yes. Likewise, devas have their laws. Be it planetary, solar or cosmic, they too have the laws, they have to function only according with the laws, in accordance with the laws. The elements have to function according to the laws. The whole creation is run by the laws that are made concurrently with the field. Generally, Generally, all species follow the law. Only humans do not. That's why we need to think of the law. Yes. See, the tree has its law. It honors. It honors the laws. Arbol. The tree. It has its love, it has a fruit-bearing season and it has a leaf-falling season. Yes. Isn't it? It grows in tune with the sunlight that it receives and the water it receives from the ground. And it, it gives out what is to be given out. Yes. We are very sure that from a mango tree, a mango fruit comes. From a mango tree, you don't get an orange. Yes. Isn't it? And from an orange tree, you don't get a melon. Why? Because they implicitly follow the law. So, all species follow the law. And they are guided by nature. As far as humans are concerned, since they are the sons of God, they are the princes, they are the prince of the Lord. He was given the law and also given the option. He said, you may follow the law. Yes. Many times when we say you may, it means you shall. Yes. The father tells his son, 
He may go to the school. Yes. Truly speaking, there is no option. Yes. He have to go to the school. <laughs> but because to the father he is your son, you say that in a gentle manner. Yes. That's why there is, there seems to be an option given to the humans. So that is why we say the humans have a free will. Yes. Free will is apparently free. That should be known. <laughs> it is not truly free. Yes. When we go to the dinner, after the charla, we go to dinner. And there is a big buffet. There are, that, say, fifteen, twenty items. Yes. We say, you may please feel free. Feel free and eat. Yes. If you, if you feel free and eat everything that is there, tomorrow morning you cannot participate in the prayer. Yes. Though, though it is available, though so many dishes are available, he should follow the law of your digestion. Yes. Your stomach decides what you should eat. Mm-hmm. You are not so free to eat, eat everything. And you are not free to eat everything, as much as you like. Yes. So can you say that you are free, you have a free will? There is, the free will is apparent, but the law prevails. Mm. The free will is apparent, but the law prevails. Mm. Law is inevitable. So following the law becomes imperative for one to really experience anything. Hmm. If there is a, a policeman in the group, let us say a police official is also in the group. Hmm. Ah, yes, we have one. I didn't think of it. Just an example like that. Yes. Who recognizes the presence of policemen? Not all. Only a thief. If there is a thief, after Rasa, and there is also a police, and also a policeman after Rasa, we do not bother. Yes, to us he is like any other group member, but not to a thief. Yes. If the thief thinks, oh, there is a policeman, there is a policeman. Likewise, people who do not pay taxes, yes. they always think of tax authorities. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. And people who are sick, they think of her, oh, there are doctors in the group, I am safe. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? So, according to the, uh, the, the, tra- the transgression you are subjected to, you immediately recognize the Pluto relating to it. When there is a transgression, the transgression also is the hell in the conscience. Yes. The policeman doesn't know, doesn't know that such and such a person is a thief. But the thief constantly recollects to himself. Maybe he has come for me, the policeman has come for me, like that. Yes. Why this happens, there is the conscience in us, eh, which reminds our own transgression of life. Yes. If you speak untruth to someone, the other person may not notice. But you notice that I, I did not speak the truth. I did not speak the truth. So like that, from within the, the conscience tells us. So therefore, it is not very comfortable for anyone to do things which come in the way of their joy. Yes. Yes. It is worthwhile to, to adopt to the law to be joyful in an unconditional manner. If you, if you condition yourself to be in tune with love, your joy is never taken away by anyone. If you do not fall in tune with love and have the best of things with you, still you cannot be joyful. Because you know this what you have done. That's why a diabolic, a diabolic, however strong he is, he is not joyful. He is restless. People in very high places in the world, they are not joyful. Yes. They don't know how they came up there. Only the one who follows the law is at all times joyful because no consequence comes to him. That's why the wisdom says, be sequential but not consequential. Do not create consequences from actions. Yes. Let it be a sequence. Sequence means a, a, a progressive movement. Yeah. In a journey, you cannot suffer anything and everything. It has to be progressive. Yes. If you start your journey, 
without much air in the tires so just just you come out of the house already the tire is flat if you had checked up before you got into the vehicle if if everything is the vehicle is okay so mostly you do not meet any unexpected halts in your journey so that's how the law is helpful yes law helps unimpeded progressive experience law enables unimpeded experience and progressive experience when the law is not followed there are impediments at every step there is no progress when there is no progress there is no inner joy it is so intense a journey but if you have progressed transgressing all the laws transgressing all the laws we have such a profound consequences that would cause tremendous pain to you yes as we as we behave in a lawless manner and and progress yes from behind the law comes back and hits you that is how these stories are in the world the stories of many grand personalities who followed the law who did not follow the law those who followed the law they they even transcended and those who did not follow the law and progressed they did not have enough joy they always had fear and they are halted at the at the penultimate step and are put to retribution that's how the stories of the diabolics and the stories of the heroes have been have been there on the planet yes if you follow the law the law protects you if you do not follow the law temporarily you may be gaining but that gain has already created its loss every every gain that we, that we have by transgression of law has created the related loss every step forward creates an a step backward that is the consequence yes that's how people are stuck one step forward 
one step backward. One step forward is neutralized by the one step backward. So even if you make one-fourth of a step forward, if it is lawfully made, that is gained forever. So if you create a consequence by which you you have to make one step backward, then you haven't made any progress. Yes, it's like running on a conveyor belt. The conveyor belt, yes. Treadmill that you are on to. At home you run on this, on a moving belt now. Yes. Yes. You are there, you haven't moved out. <laughs> yes. You are, you are running forward, but the belt is taking you backward. Yes. And you have to maintain that speed. Eh? Otherwise it will throw you out. Eh? Isn't it? That's how the law is. <laughs> yes. For the lawless, for those who do not follow the law, the belt of time leads them backwards. That's why from life to life there is a backward moment. Even in the same life, you may have begun in a very wonderful conditions. Born, born to good parents, with good living conditions, and with a Good, good ideas floating around in the family, but but if you haven't taken to the law, as you grow, you have a step, a step down life, a step down life, not like your parents. You always feel that your parents lived a better life. <coughs> yes, we are. So, or you may have improved upon the given conditions. Yes. Some people who are born in a given condition of comfort, as they move moved forward in life, they may have improved upon it. In terms of expansion of consciousness, there may be others, you know, who may have fallen from that state. So either way can it happens. In the same family we see yes, two brothers. One moves forward, one moves backward. What is the reason? It's adoption to the law. Yes. yes. We say, we say it is the fate. What is fate? Some have good fate, some have negative fate. Yes. That, that fate which leads you progressively is a good fate you have created. Means you have, you, you are in tune with law. The good fate is nothing but The lawful actions you have carried out in the past. Yes. 
And the bad side is nothing but the lawless, the lawlessness with you. It is, it is not just our ability that leads you forward. Yes. It is the virtue that leads you forward. Men with ability think that they are moving forward, but unless they associate with virtue, their progress is not a secure progress. Yes. It's a false progress. Yes. If you, if you make up for the, for the show of the world a progress which is not really with you, yes, it doesn't stand all the time. What is genuinely progressive in you stands. For that also there are stories in the scriptures. Yes. So what is important is that it is the law that enables us to, to live well, to progress well, to live well into another field. Yes. To live well is one aspect. To grow well is another aspect. To live honorably is another thing. Yes. So for all this, the law is the base. Yes. That's why there is a dictum in the Veda, dharmo rakshati rakshitaha. Those who are willing to be governed by law, are governed by law. Those who follow the law are protected by the law. So those who do not follow the law, they are not protected. When they are not protected, they are exposed to many risks and dangers. <laughs> so these are the laws which we wish to hmm, to enumerate all the laws relating to the nation, relating to the universe, is virtually impossible in a seminar of two days. Because there, is, there are the laws relating to cosmogenesis, of anthropogenesis, the law relating to the earth, law relating to other planets, last relating to the solar system. We try to take some of those fundamental laws for our understanding. And we regularly work with them consciously or unconsciously. So some understanding of the law should enable us to pursue further to know the laws. And as long as we follow the law, the progress is assured. Yes. And we do not. Hmm. The progress is hindered for, for sure. Yes. yes. Once a man was asked him, yes, would you like to, would you prefer worshipping the Lord? 
How would you like following the law for your progress? Which do you like? To worship the Lord for progress in life. To to follow the law. Yes. The man said, following the law is safer. Even if we if I worship the, the law, if if I do not follow the law, my situation is not safe. Because the law, the law doesn't help those who do not follow the law. The law approaches as a teacher and teaches the law so that the being follows and tends to be progressive. Yes. Therefore, between worship of the Lord and obedience to the law, the latter is considered more, much more important than the former. So, so in that case, why should we worship the Lord? If following the law is more important, why should we worship the Lord? Yes. By worshipping the Lord, you stand a chance to gain the teaching relating to the law. <coughs> yes. The Lord sends a teacher and uh, through whom you learn the law and follow the law. Essentially in creation, to, to be, to be and to be joyful and to be progressive, yes, and to move into subtler planes of existence. Following the law is implicit. So, therefore, the following the, those who follow the law, even if they do not worship, they, they, they are sure to reach the goal. Yes. It's like in a football game, you, you relate to the coach or you relate, you relate to the rules of the game. Yes. If you relate to the coach and do not follow the rules of the game, the coach cannot encourage you. Yes. The coach makes you learn the rules and make sure that you play in tune with the rules. But if you straightly follow the rules of the football game, you yourself play better, enjoy better, experience better. That's how Mahabharata speaks. Yes. Yudhishthira, the eldest the of the sons of life, he always followed the law. He just followed the law. He did not get into worships, rituals, etc., etc. And just by implicit following of the law, even the Lord had to serve him. Yes. But his other brothers, one is worshipper, worshipper of Shiva, another is worshipper of Krishna, 
But they had their own times of fall. But not the first one. It's an example. Between worship and right action. Yes. The scriptures say right action is preferred. Yes. And and worship should enable us to adopt to right action. Yes. We cannot continue to worship on one side and keep on doing things of things which are not in tune with love. So that's where the equation is. The last stands in preference to the Lord in creation. Yes, because it is the Lord who is in the form of law in creation. Yes. The law exists in creation. The, the Lord exists in creation as the law. So following the law is following the Lord. Yes. Yes. I just give one more example and close for today. So there is a father and there are two sons. One son keeps on praising the father all the time. The other son does what all to be done as the father says. One son, he does not do anything except worshipping the father. The other son, he does father's work. Between the two, whom the father prefers? The one who always praises him or the one who does the work given by the father? Likewise, following the law is the only way that you gain the favor of the Lord also. Worshipping the Lord and not following the law, there are so many stories where the worshippers could never succeed. Never succeed. So such is the importance of the law. So with this in mind we try to enumerate some laws which are which are relevant to us, which are also universal. Some of them are universal, some are meant for humans. But mostly I try to relate things which are relevant to us for our progressive movement. Thank you. Namaskar.